Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is reaching your destination. Now, here's Pastor Carey. The end of the journey is ahead of us. Um, Today is our last sermon on um, the journey. Then we're going to move into, we have communion next week and small groups after that. Um, And the title of today's is called Reaching Your Destination. But let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this, this great, amazing moment with you, as every moment with you is amazing. And Father, we just pray, Lord, that you just um, speak to us right now. Help us to reflect on our own lives and, and how you have led us down the road that we're on, and help us to recognize um, where this road is leading us to. Um, may your Holy Spirit guide uh, my words may it come from you, and may um, he guide all of us as we um, reflect on them. Thank you, Father. We pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. So, the premise of this series is that our life is a journey. Um, it's a, it's, we're on this path um, from when we were born all the way till we die or until Jesus comes. And we look at life in that way. Um, so, and it's important to, to have that perspective because sometimes we come, become um, people of the moment. You notice that? Like something horrible is happening to you. Um, or like, you know, okay, I'm revealing something here. I was, I was working on my kid's um, fan and I was standing on a ladder, and I fell off the ladder, and I bruised my tailbone um, a couple weeks ago, and it hurt, and it hurt for a long time, and I thought I, I, it's going to hurt for the rest of my life. I just felt like it's it's not going to get better. At that moment in time, this is all that it was. This pain that I'm experiencing, and I feel like that's all that that's that's going to be me forever. Or anyone, anytime you're sick, right? You're just like, oh, you know, I'm never going to get better. Or when something really bad happens to you, you don't think you're going. It's going to get better. So we become people of the moment, and we look at life in that in the in the now. And sometimes we, well, we, not sometimes, we need to have kind of a long-term realization that whatever's going on, this too will pass, right? So we are on this journey of life. Um, and, and so just to kind of recap, uh, again, I like to go through the last um, few sermons just to kind of give us a... The, the big picture. The first sermon I talked about in De- Deuteronomy 31 6, um, we talked about how the Lord is always with you. On this journey, you never are alone. You're never alone. That God is always with you. Um, and, and loneliness is one of these key things that keep people from, um, they, from really experiencing happiness and peace. There's emptiness in people's lives 
when they feel lonely. But as Christians, we, we have the opportunity. I won't say we should. We have the opportunity to never feel alone because God is with us all the time. And then um, two weeks ago, we talked about this. Um, and we used James and talked about how in life we all have trials. We all have struggles. Um, it's, not, um, it's not an easy road in life. And, and, but in those times, in fact, just this week, I, I just realized this in my own life, and all that's gone on with me, is that I, I could see myself sitting on a fence which way to go with my struggles. I could go just completely one way and just choose to, um, you, know, you know, just kind of give up on everything. It's just hard. Or I can go another way and just like, okay, I'm going through this, but I, I have this opportunity to overcome. And move forward. And it's literally a choice that I can make at that time. Some people don't really realize that they have those choices. When they're having sufferings and struggles, sometimes you think you don't have a choice whether to overcome or to give up and fall apart. But you always have a choice. And when you do make the choice to, to, to overcome, to press on, to move forward, guess what? You start to see something about yourself that you never thought you could do before. And you become stronger as a person. And in this verse talks about how we should praise God. Don't pray for struggles, right? Don't ask for it because struggles will find you. But when they do happen, praise the Lord. Because you are going to overcome, and when you do, you will be stronger because of it. And then um, Proverbs 3 um, was last week. Is that trust in the Lord with all your heart. Okay, this verse talks about, or this last week's lesson was talking about, we have this path, but sometimes there are forks in the road. And sometimes we go and take our own path. We, we, um, we make mistakes and we go our own direction. God is saying, go this way, and everything bright and shiny and wonderful seems to be going this way. God is, the cross is, is one of humility and, and not something that seems to be attractive to the world. But it's his ways where all those shiny Things lead us can lead us down a road that's to entrap us. And how do we know whether we're on the straight road? Um, when we trust in the Lord, when we lean on Him, when we follow His ways, we know we are going down the straight path. Um, just like um, the verse that talks about the the lamp to our feet, the Word of God is the lamp to our feet. As we we engage with in, with God as we we spend our time with him as we spend our time in the word we realize what path to take as he becomes the light to our path so that was last week today's um one is called reaching your destination and 
this journey, this path, is ultimately leading us to some place. Right? We're just not just aimlessly walking around with nowhere to go. And um, that's what today is about. So, Philippians 2.16 says, As you hold firmly to the word of life, and then I will be able to boast on the day of, of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. Last week, we, I just shared about the, the word of God as being the lamp to our feet. As, as, this, um, as uh, Paul says here, that as you hold firmly to the word of God, you are able to boast on that day of Christ. Um, so what this is saying is that we do have this path. We're running. We're, we're, we're running through life. Life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And we're running. And as we hold on to God, at the end, we can boast that we've been faithful to Christ. This is um, uh, the acknowledgement, the, the direction, and the way we to live our lives. So when we're making decisions and when we're living our lives, sometimes we, 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 sometimes we feel lost. I saw this statistic, just 2,000 people that get lost in the woods every year. Have you ever been lost before? Maybe driving around and you don't know where you are and all of a sudden you're in a bad neighborhood. I did that after a, um, I was in Detroit watching a, uh, the, my favorite team play football and I took a wrong turn and it was my wife and Jojo who was only 11 months old. I don't know why I took her to a game. But anyways, we go, take a wrong turn and I'm in downtown Detroit and every building looks like it's been burnt down. It's a beautiful city, by the way, but um, but that particularly, and I didn't know how to get out, and I was a little nervous, right? But so it's times in life where we sometimes we feel lost and we don't know where we are going. But when we're on the path with the Lord, we know we're we're not just walking steps in front of us; we're looking far beyond. To a destination, to where we are going, and it has a huge implications. If you recognize that, if you live your life looking far behind, and you're seeing the destination where you're going, it will impact it, your life and the decisions you live, or the choices that you make. Uh, Philippians three thirteen fourteen says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forget, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. We just press, we keep moving forward. Whatever happens, the obstacles that we happen, that happen in our lives, whatever um, distractions that we have in our lives, if we just keep moving forward, keep progressing to that prize, it doesn't just affect our lives eternally, it affects our lives today, right now. 
You will be people of character. People of, that are holding steadfast to your values, to your beliefs. You are people that as things come um, crumbling down, you don't fold. And as you, you become pressured into one um, compromised situation or another, you don't give in. Because you're just pressing towards that prize. Something's in um, just kind of like it's not a uh, a, a Christian concept. Not I should say it's not just a Christian concept of you know having goals, setting you know pressing forward, um, and. And in this, I, I wanted to just share a little bit of seven reasons why we should set goals. And what is our goals? I mean, some of you guys have goals like professionally. Some of you young people starting college, you know, you got goals. Some of you just got out of college looking for what to do in life, you have goals. You're um, working for a while, you want to retire and, and have a nice place somewhere else, you got goals, right? We all should live with goals. But this is what it does. Um, when you... When you have goals, but put this in concept, um, in context, that our ultimate goal is to be with Jesus when He comes, right? But so one of the first things, the first thing of, of reasons why we should do that is that we learn to take control of our lives. Sometimes we can be victims of the circumstances. Oh man, I was born. In this situation, my mom and dad were like this. Oh, my neighborhood was like this. Oh, I didn't have tutors when I grew up. Oh, I didn't have a nice car. Oh, I didn't. There's so many reasons why we didn't do what we hoped to do. So many things excuses that we can make. But when we set the goal, Christ, in our lives, first, we, we, we're, taking, we're walking forward towards him and we're taking control. And we're not letting others stop us or keep us from that. Two, you get your maximum result life okay life how long do we live average person 80 years now if you eat your veggies you live a little longer hopefully things can happen make life shorter but life is precious it's precious i don't know if i shared this before but when i went on my road trip you know, I, every day was something different. One day it's Grand Canyon, next day it's White um, Sands, New Mexico. One next day NASA. And I realized one thing was that every single day is was amazing. And we can live our lives with that idea that every day is special. And you know, sometimes we wake up and we go to sleep, and, we, and life just kind of just blends into one big long mess but God is God has given you every single day every day an opportunity to do something incredible right 
And so when we realize that, that, and as we do that one day at a time, all of a sudden you're living your life doing these incredible things every single day. And guess what? You're maximizing your life experience. Right? Number three, it creates laser focus. You know, you're staring straight ahead. Nothing is in your way. Nothing's stopping you from doing what you, what God has set before you. Right? This person might want to make you look this way. This um, habit might want you to go this way. This temptation leading you this way. But when we're on our eyes around the prize, we're just laser focused, staring straight ahead at the Lord. Number four creates accountability. Where are you going, son? Have you ever had that? Your dad tell you at 18 years old, you're not making anything out of your life. Right? Sorry, I didn't mean to tell you my story here. <laughs> right? You're not doing, you're not accomplishing anything. Where are you going? You're just walking aimlessly. Right? But when you make that choice, Oh, hey, I'm going to choose Christ in my life and I'm going to follow him and I'm going to follow his ways. All of a sudden, you are, you are setting yourself a, um, a direction and a choice and then everybody else is looking at you and all of a sudden, you're becoming accountable to what you are striving for. Sometimes we lose our way and we kind of forget and we're Christians and we're like, Oh, I'm forgetting why I'm a Christian. I don't know really why. And all of a sudden you start making bad choices again. Because you're forgetting why you're a Christian. But if you got your eye on the prize, guess what? You are being accountable to what you believe. Number five, keeps you motivated. Keeps you motivated. I have this game I play with my kids when we're going on hikes or long walks. They get super tired. So I have a choice. Either carry them or figure out a creative way to keep them walking. So what I would do is I'd I'd have them close their eyes and then they would walk a little further. And Well, I'd say, hey, stare at that trash can or that tree or whatever. Now close your eyes. And then we'll walk, and I said, and we'll take, we'll open, and I say, okay, open your eyes, and the tree's right here, right? And they realize when they're, you know, they don't, they realize it's a lot closer than they think it is, right? Um, sometimes we get to a point where we start looking away, and we start to think, man, this is too hard, this is too far for us me to go, I can't do this. I can't keep going. God, you asked too much for me. I got too much stuff going on that keeps me from really making decisions for you. But if we focus on the prize, 
We can see it. It's just around the corner. It can happen any moment in time. You just keep walking. Keep walking. Number six, it allows you to be the best you can. Be the best you can. As a Christian, to be the best that God has called you to be. When we know where we're going. Number seven, it's truly the best possible life you can live. Life is short. We take our choices. All of you that are older and wiser, who've made bad decisions, could tell those that haven't made those decisions yet, oh, only if I would have chose to go this route. If I would have chose the Lord early, if I would have not given at this time, my life would have been a lot better. And so, as we continue to search, if we seek, if we, especially young people, if you seek the prize right now, and you keep walking, and you want what's best for your life, you do that. That's truly the best possible life you could possibly have, is with the Lord. So, John six twenty seven. Do not work for food that spoils but for food that endures us to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. God's going to bless us, right? God is going to bless us. How many of you missed a meal by choice today or yesterday? Did anybody not eat yesterday that wasn't fasting? Right. Did you have a roof on your head? Do you guys have a phone in your pockets? Right? God is going to bless you and has blessed you. And so if but if we keep living for that, you know, I was so excited about my phone. I bought this iPhone X. So awesome, right? Now it has a crack in it. It's not as awesome as it used to be. Things temporary. And then there's a new one coming out, right? Every year is a new one coming out. If we live for these things, these things are just temporary. They can only fulfill you, only bring you so much happiness. But if we live for God, it's eternal. And the happiness is there for eternity, forever and ever and ever, right? And then finally here. I have fought the good fight. This is, you know, I was thinking about this. I think my goal in life is to sit by a campfire when I'm 90 years old. I mean, this is my earthly life goal, not my eternal goal. Um, is to be 90 years old, sitting at a campfire, just telling stories. 
right? Telling all the great stories in my life. I'd probably make up half of them. My first fish I caught was bigger than the boat that I was fishing on, right? But I would love for me to feel this way. It's like as, as I'm maybe on my deathbed, it's like I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is a, in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Don't you want that for your life? At the very end, to have that peace that you have fought the good fight. Right? That you lived, God gave you that path, and you walked that path, and you have that peace, and you have no regrets, and you just, you just lived it with the Lord. How do we do that? Keep our eye on the prize. Let us be Christians that are keeping our eye on that prize. Let us pray. Father, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity again to be in your presence lord father each one of us we are on that path and some of us may have strayed away from this path that you have brought us but you always your grace and mercy is um, so great that you always take us back on that path and wherever we're at whether we've made our mistakes from from our past let us just keep walking forward to to you towards you let us keep focus on you and may every life decision, every choice we make um, keep, um, will be in that context that we are, we are walking for you and towards you, Lord. And may we be changed as we keep walking further or closer and closer to you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.